Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 151. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Can each of you please do me a small favor? If you're listening to this through Apple Podcasts, please click subscribe. And if you're listening on Spotify, please click follow. When you do that, it means this podcast will go higher in the charts, which means more people can see this, which means more people are likely to listen and hear these episodes and hopefully apply these lessons to their life. One last thing before we dive into today's episode the show notes. I'm starting to pack a ton of value into them, such as a link to the motivatedmindpodcast.com, which I recently launched, where you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, search through every episode I've ever released, and another way to get in touch with me directly. The link to sign up for one-on-one sessions, access to the Motivated Minds Facebook group, and the opportunity to become a subscriber for subscriber-only episodes, ad-free listening, and Q&A. Be sure to take a look. Happiness is a choice. Most people think that happiness happens to them. Each day, we have the opportunity to see through to happiness. A happy week a happy life, we get to decide that, not the universe. Now, that doesn't mean every single day is going to be sunny and rainbows, but at the micro level, we can create happiness for ourselves. We get to decide what today and tomorrow looks like. Surely not the things that are thrown at us, but the reactions, how we respond We get to decide how we carry ourselves, how we treat others, how hard we work towards our commitments, what we want to work on. We get to define all of these things every single day. The individuals that are happy and successful are not more lucky than you or I or the next person. They chose happiness over negativity. They focus on the things in life that will drive success and happiness and cancel out all of the other bullshit. So how is happiness a choice? What can we do daily or weekly and even monthly to increase our happiness? Number one, be cognizant how you spend your money. We are so quick to think that a new phone, a new car, A new pair of sneakers or jewelry will drive some sort of happiness. But that short-term thinking is exactly what creates a revolving door of fillers tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Now, I'm certainly not saying don't ever spend money. 
And I'm certainly not saying don't reward yourself for your hard work and your accomplishments. But what I am saying is to be thoughtful around the emotions behind purchasing something. Identify a balance. Think about putting your money towards experiences rather than objects. The explosion of happiness behind an experience is much more long-lasting than buying, say, a new watch. And so many of us have this tendency to buy crap to impress our friends or former high school classmates or neighbors and even people we don't know. And ultimately, it leads to a lifestyle and mindset of short thinking, trying to impress those around us and completely disregard our happiness and our needs. Those things do not address our happiness, at least not at the core of things. I promise you, if we dive deeper with ourselves and we are honest with ourselves, we can expose the fact that they are simply material things. They do not ultimately decide our happiness. They deteriorate with time. They erode. A clear sign of this is the habit formed around them. It's like a drug. Once that high wears off, we go back after it. Imagine shifting that habit to experiences rather than these short-lasting things. Experiences like meeting someone who you admire, walking up to a random stranger and complimenting them, reading a value-packed book in the park, bringing your best friend out to dinner. These moments elicit feelings of, of happiness, pride, empathy, kindness, growth. These are long-lasting. And a plus, they allow us to strive for a bigger vision. And if you feel yourself gravitating towards those compulsions, buying a new Gucci belt or a pair of Yeezys, ask yourself this, how will this change my life? And be honest with yourself. Number two, filter what you consume. What we feed our brain matters. We need to consume content to improve our life, not to avoid our life. Our world is filled with distractions. We turn on the TV, distractions. We jump on our phones and click Facebook or Twitter, distractions. We are bombarded with junk that in the grand scheme of things has zero influence on our goals. If our social media feed is clogged with memes about rushing towards the weekend or poking at anxiety rather than a, a resource to help manage it or mocking accountability and running away from commitments. The repetition of these things will ultimately influence our behaviors long term. See, our mind is no different than our stomach. What we eat is extremely important. It influences our weight, our health, our thinking, and on and on. Our mind is no different. What we feed it is extremely important. I think 
of the content I consume as food. For example, my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and podcast lists are are extremely filtered. I do not consume junk food. And I want to be clear. I'm not saying that what I consume is better than what you consume. We all have our, our things that we are particularly fond of and subjects that we enjoy more than maybe the next person. And whatever that thing is, expand it. Double down. We need to get rid of the thoughtless videos and negative videos. We need to unfollow friends that are always negative or an uncle that is the woe is me person. Most of us at first don't realize the implications this has on our thinking, but it's huge. Over time, that type of content seeps in and subconsciously we start thinking and reacting along the same lines. What we feed our mind is super important. And I think we all can be a lot more thoughtful around it. I've spent the last few years being very thoughtful of the people I follow online, the pages I follow, the friends in my circle, and the content I consume. I know that if I fill my feed with positivity, love, business, entrepreneurship, creativity, nature, empathy, that any time I find myself exploring my feed, it's filled with food that I know is good for my mental health and happiness. Anytime I turn, I see positivity rather than hate, separation, darkness, negativity. I cannot emphasize this enough. Feed your brain the right food and it will thank you later. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number three, stop overthinking. The amount of time that is spent around theoretical situations drags us away from living in the moment. It drags us away from being present, actually enjoying today because we are so paranoid and fearful of what might happen tomorrow. And that overthinking usually leads to negativity, fearful about failure, fearful 
about making mistakes. Imagine how limiting that is. Here's a, a great visual. Imagine you had two large mason jars. One was labeled action, and the other was labeled overthinking. And each time you took action, followed through on your, your commitments, a goal or an objective for the week, you would fill that jar with a tablespoon of sand. And the other jar that's labeled overthinking, for any time you did exactly that, overthinking how something could go wrong, how someone might react to your idea, worrying about failing. And you would fill that jar with a tablespoon of sand. Which jar would have more sand in it? I bet a majority of people would say the overthinking jar would be overflowing and sand would be spilling onto the counter. Focusing on the moment allows us to understand that all of the worrying, every little scenario we are concocting in our heads, that most of them, 99.99% of them, are insignificant. Imagine if you were able to practice removing this. And that means daily. Because this is not something that happens overnight. If you started to focus on the now, being grateful for today, not being excited about Friday and pissing away the week, how you feel today, why you feel this way, what could you do to change directions if you were unhappy with your path? Imagine the power in time you could get back. Imagine the possibilities. Well, here's the good news. All of that is possible. Building our thinking around hypotheticals clouds our ability to understand how we are feeling today and what we need today. It blocks us from being calculated with our approach to hit our goals. When we understand the impact of overthinking and the damage it does, we can start to build frameworks to step outside of that world. So what's one way that we can do this? Take 30 minutes each day to simply reflect. And I've spoke about this before. This allows us to decompress and to appreciate what we've accomplished. It allows us to get our thoughts out of our, of our mind and on paper and capture those on a page rather than allow them to bounce around in our mind and damage the walls of our room. Number four, forgive. When we cannot forgive, we hold on to hate, negativity, resentment. All of those things clogs and interrupts our happiness. Not forgiving actually hurts our happiness way more because we hold on to whatever it is much, much longer, causing more pain for longer as opposed to feeling that pain short term and moving on. We all make mistakes. Not a single person 
is perfect. We are all human. And not all of us think the same way. Not everyone is maybe as self-aware. We tend to think of our own mindset and perspective as the way others think or react. As if others are looking through the same exact lens that we are looking through. And making this assumption, it's very dangerous. This assumption chains us to the anchor of not letting go, not moving on, not forgiving. And that robs us of time. Forgiving allows us to be more comfortable. And when we are more comfortable, we tend to focus on the bigger picture. We tend to focus on the things that matter, the things that drive our success. And to be clear, I'm not saying to be a pushover. I'm not saying you should allow mistreatment. What I am saying is don't be so attached to the situation that interferes with moving forward and continuing your journey to success, continuing your journey in general. There's a saying that I love, and and you may have heard of this, in reference to business. Don't step over dollars for pennies. This is not only true for business, but our life as well. Most tend to make the small stuff the big stuff. We flip the equation on its head and wonder why we feel stuck in a rut in the mud. It's like trying to have a smooth ride in decent miles per gallon while driving a car with flat tires. It's as simple as stopping at a gas station and putting air in them. But if we keep driving all upset over our piss-poor mileage, it ultimately affects our entire ride, admiring the beauty of the sights. Life is filled, filled with opportunity. Don't let the small crap distract you from that. Seek out happiness. Seek out opportunity. Drive towards it each damn day. So to recap, number one, be cognizant how you spend your money. Don't be so quick to think that a new phone, a new car, a new pair of sneakers or jewelry will drive your happiness. The short-term thinking is exactly what creates a revolving door of fillers. And remember, ask yourself, how will this change my life if you hit that compulsive behavior? Number two, filter what you consume. What we feed our brain matters. We need to consume content to improve our life, not to avoid our life. Number three, stop overthinking. Theoretical situations just drag us away from living in the moment. It drags us away from being present, enjoying today, because we are so paranoid and fearful of what might happen tomorrow. And that overthinking usually leads to negativity. And lastly, number four, forgive. When we cannot forgive, we hold on to hate and negativity and resentment. And that just clogs your stream of happiness. Each week, I do a shout out of either a review of the podcast, a DM I've received, a mention, a question. The purpose in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life. But more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. 
This week's shout out is by Logan, who wrote a review on Apple, a hard pill to swallow in podcast form. Scott does a fantastic job in providing motivational mindset by remaining blunt and honest. In life, the truth hurts. We shouldn't cut corners, doubt ourselves, and not hold one another accountable. Scott ensures in each episode that he puts an emphasis on these areas and much more. If you're looking for reality check, this podcast is for you. Logan, appreciate the review. Yes, I am a blunt person, and I think that life isn't always perfect in rainbows, and that is actually what makes it so goddamn unique. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into why happiness is a choice and how to create more of it. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Don't forget to to join me next week for another episode. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a mindset production.